What it do, what it do, what it do, y'all is keeping it real with Miss Breaker. And today, I'm sorry, I'm driving, I'm just getting off of work. Had a great day today. And today I want to talk about how words can't hurt. Now, in this situation, words definitely can hurt. And not even in this situation, in this topic, words can hurt. Only if you allow them to. And I I understand, I mean, I've had my feelings hurt from the people that I love. And what I've learned from it is that a lot of times when people have harmful things to say towards you or to you, we kind of have this idea of, like, why would they say something like that to me? Like, you know, we family, we friends, we lovers. Why would they say something like that to me? Like, X, Y, and Z. The things that people go through, I don't know, but the things that people say is always personal to themselves. Sometimes people reflect on, well, not necessarily reflect, but sometimes people push their their inner feelings onto others and use harmful words to hurt people. And it falls into the 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 whole scenario, not scenario, the whole idea of hurt people hurt people. Damn, bro, you want to drive that slow? Like, come on. And it's just sad because when as a as a young woman that I am, I've had a lot of things said to me, but because my mom taught me from young that who gives a fuck about what people have to say? At the end of the day. You got to know your own truth and know how you are supposed to interact with others by not allowing people to hurt you based off of what they say because they're dealing with something personal to the point that they hate them damn selves, that they got to project that hate on about them onto you. And that's normally what it drops down to. Like, people... People say things all the time, but it's personal. It's personal from from, their, from themselves where... It really and truly has nothing to do with you. I remember dealing with a family member that tried so hard to get other people to turn against me, whether it was successful or not. They're dealing with something personal, so that's why they're having these type of reactions. You know, and it's like, for me... I don't necessarily care about what people have to say about me because, hell, I walk in my own damn shoes. I live my own life. I have a good job. I have a good car. I have a nice apartment. I don't need anyone's input on my, oh, this motherfucker. This motherfucker. What? Flying down a fucking hill like that. Yo, that shit scared me. I thought my life was about to fly for my eyes. Down in Massachusetts, man. Sorry for that disruption. Going back to what I was saying, it's just like people don't really, you know, her going and talking bad about me to other people, I mean, I don't really care. You can create stories and create things, and when people approach me, I mean, I had, and uh, let me just put this scenario out here that happened. So long story short, family member of mine's 
twisted my words to another family member of mine. To the point that this family member felt the need to call me and say to me that we need to talk three-way with this family member so that we can understand what did you say. And I'm grown. These are older-ass people. I'm grown, too, but I'm not old as them, but they they probably got double, double, well, they, eh, they might be double my age. It's not, they up there. They in their 50s, 40s. Not fifties, actually fifties, late, early fifties, late fifties, and I said straight up, y'all. You know me. I keep it real. I said straight up. I said, you know what? I don't think that this is necessary. I'm not in middle school. I'm not in high school. If you want to talk to me about something I said, you can talk to me. There doesn't need to be a third party vouching for. Oh, no, you didn't. No, I don't have time for that because that's not having a mature fucking conversation. So I said, you know, what did this person say that I said? Oh, they said that I give bad advice to you and I just stir things up for you and make it hard for you. And I said, I don't know why the fuck they said that. But I'll tell you exactly what the fuck I said. I said, you always have positive things to say to me. But in the moment, I don't want to hear it because I'm, I made up my mind. Once my mind is made, there's no way that someone else can make changes for me because I'm. there's no way. My mind is made. I can't fix my mind to thinking or believing into something that is not true to me. And that was that. Nothing was said further. Nothing was said. You know, I, I didn't say nothing more. I didn't say you were a bad person. I just said... You're a great person, and I appreciate you trying to enlighten me that, yeah, family's family. You can't just cut them off, but I told you. I've made up my mind. I don't give a fuck. I have nothing to lose. The only person I have to lose, I lost my mother. The only person that's next in, uh, next in line that I care about to not want to lose a strong relationship with is my brother. So, you know, what? what more can I say? I said what I said, and at the end of that situation, she yet still did call on three-way just because this family member really needed to hear what I was going to say. And I said, I, I, I even, I said, this person traumatized me. I said, this person put me in a headspace that really backfired on me in the sense that made me feel like I was dealing with my immediate family. With extended family members And they treated me like my immediate family Treated me and I said oh this is some fuckery Right here I said oh no Hurt people hurt people Y'all not even learning from y'all shit Y'all just talking and saying things left and right Recklessly How are you learning As a grown ass person How are you truly learning If you can't ever be wrong You can't ever make a mistake How the fuck are you learning How are you learning there's no way that you're learning from conflict that is built around you. How? Oh, it's them. Oh, I can't stand people. People can't stand you because your ass is toxic as hell and your words are hurting people around you and you can't, you know, take accountability for that shit. And it's sad. It truly is sad because people like that, I, I, I stay away from y'all. I stay the fuck away. I advise y'all the same. Stay away. It's not good for your health being around folks that 
use words to manipulate you and hurt you and pull you down. It's just not worth it. <laughs> Excuse me. And with that being said, after all that was said, people treated me, those two family members treated me differently. Now, I don't care. I lost my mother. That was enough for me to realize that I'm alone in this world and I got to I gotta fend for my brother and, and show my brother how he got to live around these fucked up people and how to create a strong-minded man so that he doesn't get influenced by trauma where he can be forgetful and move on, where these words that people speak to him will no longer hurt him because he is strong-minded. He's not letting that shit affect him. Man, I can keep going on. But words do hurt. People be saying shit, yo. Long story short, I know somebody whose father who said something to them very, very disrespectful, told them that for you to be a man and you want to disrespect me, I'm going to show you how it's going to, I'm going to show you what it's like to be a man. I'm going to punch you all up in your face. I'm going to punch you in your chest. I'm going to show you what a man is. And you're never going to be nothing. You won't be nothing without me. Mind you, this dude's father has never been in this bit, in this, in his life at all. Never been in his life, right? But yet he still had those horrible things to say. And it just hurt my heart because it's like, damn, that's your father. That's not no random motherfucker in the street. That's your father. That's the person that... You know, help your mama make you. And yet they bring in this type of energy. They hurting you and stabbing you with words to break you down. And the, and the most craziest thing that my friend said was, it's fine because at the end of the day, I've already experienced that type of lingo before. I've had my aunts and uncles say shit like that to me. That, oh, I ain't going to be shit. I ain't shit, and if I didn't have this type of protection, they'd beat my ass and all these things, and I'd be like, it's fucked up, right? But he's like, it's not fucked up too much, because for me, it just makes me want to move differently and build a stronger connection with myself so that I can just push harder and prove people wrong. He allowed those words to not have an effect on his growth, to not have an effect on him. And I know it could be hard, y'all. I know it can be hard. But if you reflect back on your trauma and you have problem with and you have problems more than one with people, you need to figure out where this shit is stemming from. You need to dive deep into where where the root of the issue, where the root of the this behavior is coming from. You can't just be out here reckless destroying people's confidence just sitting here fucking with people's emotions. You can't be doing that. What type of person are you? There's so much. Oh, my gosh. People are so damn nosy. Everybody want to sit. It's so annoying when the state troopers are on the highway and they pull people over or whatever accident. People in Massachusetts literally wait for six seconds and then drive. That's where the traffic be coming from. Just six seconds of stopping and look is so annoying. People so nosy. Y'all need to stop being nosy. Anyways, sorry to get off track. 
I'd just be mad with these people driving. Um, you know, it's... Oh, I'm going I'm to add you up. I got a guest on that wants to chime in. William. Let me uh, make sure I can hear you. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you now. All right. Let's be the right phone company. <laughs> How you doing? I'm doing good. That's good. Uh, honey, it sounds to me like your friend is well on his way to being a real man and knowing that he controls his feelings, his emotions, and you can say anything you want about me, to me, to anyone else about me. And it's, it's not going to hurt my feelings. It's, it's not going to make me mad. It's not going to make me uh, angry. It's not going to make me feel like I'm less than what I am because I control my feelings. Yep. Everything that I feel. If I want to get angry because you say something, I get angry about it. It's my choice. If I want to ignore you and just smile and, and, and say, you know, I really am glad I'm not you and just walk away. It's my yep. choice. You know, and your friend sounds like he's uh, he's well on his way to that type of a serenity in his life. And yeah. it, took, it took me years to get there. Uh, <clears throat> and it does point. take time. It does take time. And I feel like it does take a lot of hurt and, and a lot of experience dealing with people like that so that you can overcome that that fear that people put on you, that insecurity that people throw at you. Yeah, you know, yeah. it, it just bounces time. off when you're in the right you know, mindset and he's yeah. getting there. He is. And with friends like you to support and say, you know, you're on the right track, my friend, you know, you don't let what anybody else says about you. What you think and feel about me is none of my business whatsoever. You want to tell me about it? Go ahead. That's your business. Yeah. If you get mad at me for something. Let me know. And I'll, I'll try not to do that again. But yeah. you're the one who got mad about it. I didn't make you mad. You decided to get mad because I said or did something. Now, I'm never going to put anybody down like that. Never never even think about putting anybody down like that. Uh, mm-hmm. Because I do. I had, a, I had people in my life who put me down. And I said, you know, you'll be just like your father, a bum, and no good, you know, and things like that. Or, you know, and I just, uh, it hurt real bad when I was young and didn't understand. But luckily, I uh, met friends like you that helped me understand that the truth in other people's words uh, are just words. They have no power over me. They can control me. They can't. You can you can tell me what you think about me, but you don't define me. You don't you don't put definition on me. I do. Yep, that's true. It's it's what you allow people to do, but it, like I said, it is confusing at times. You know, you you have a high expectation of, well, I thought you cared about me. I thought you loved me. Like I said, it can come from anybody, and you have to question yourself to say, like, damn, they're 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 going through something personally. What they're saying, yeah, they're hurting me. Yeah, I can address it. Will it change? Not necessarily, but at least you know that. You're better than what they are, what they're saying about you. Right. After while, you know, you know your true self and you'll say to yourself, like, you know what? They're going through something. I don't really yeah. care. You know? Yes. A lot of times when people I mean, are trying to hurt you, they're going through something. Yep. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, but they're expectation. going to do something. Yeah, that's that's and something I that, you know I had to work on. Yeah, it does. It does. It don't happen right away, but with time to heal, oh yeah, it will be clear for you. Oh yes, I used to. I could, I could have a whole argument with somebody an hour before I ever seen them, and have have every have every everything planned out and know exactly how things is because my expectations i'm gonna say this they're gonna say this i'm gonna say that i'm gonna say that and then this and that and i had the whole thing settled before i even get there and then it doesn't go nobody says exactly what i thought they were gonna say or actually my expectations and then my feelings are hurt or i'm disappointed or you know and i had to just i don't expect anything from anyone ever my yes. wife says you are so cold and I explained it to her, I said, honey, I'm not cold. I love you with all my heart. I do. And and uh, I'm not saying that, you know, I don't think that you're worth anything or anything like she's taking it like that. But I don't expect you to act or react or think or believe in any way other than what you feel like. Mm -hmm. You can do stuff and, and respond to something I do. And it's not, I don't have no expectations how you're going to respond to it. I don't even think about it. You know, if I say, hey, honey, look, here's some roses. I don't no expectations that she's going to kiss me. She's going to say, I love you. She's going to say, thank you. She's going to take them, throw them in the trash, put them in water, whatever. I have no idea what she's going to do with them, what she's going to say. So I, I don't have any disappointment. In yeah. Any and that's good that you bring that up. Expectations. A lot of people have expectations. I had to come correct with myself at one point. And I had to say, why do I have, I shouldn't even expect anybody to, do anything for me because at the end of the day I have to do it for myself mm -hmm. yeah. and right at that expectation of oh well I thought maybe and I thought no you have to see things for what they are and don't expect nothing out of it if you're going to do something do it you're doing it for the kindness out of your heart mm -hmm. you don't expect anything because it's from your heart absolutely absolutely I used to, I used to think I was such a generous and and good man and because people would ask me to do something and i said sure sure as long as i knew i was going to get something in return if yeah. i was something in return i said well yeah i'll be there and never show up or oh i can't i've already made plans with, to do something with somebody else you know and uh get out of it but today someone asked me to do something or needs help something and i could do it i say yeah sure i'm gonna have time on that day and do it that if we can't do it that day. Can we do it the next day? I'm I'm busy that day, so I'll be glad to help if we can do it the next day. You know, and yeah, but it's earnest, and I don't expect anything out of it. You know, yeah, a lot of it does come with the expectation. Like I said, even with words, people say things, and you expect them not to say it. But it's like, why would you hold that type of? Why would you hold someone on that type of pedestal to think that no one can't really hurt you because you have a connection or a relationship with them? Right. You know, you gotta expect that when uh, the, my favorite quote from DMX is, "If you see a snake, expect that snake to bite you. If you see a lion, expect that fucking lion to attack you." Because it's going you when when you see something for what it is, it is what it is. Mm. Don't. At the end of the day, don't hold any type of expectation on something because that expectation is not necessarily valid or realistic. People right, change. Right. People have different emotions. People react differently. On different people days. Go, you know, yeah. Act, act totally different. React totally different to it. 
Mm-hmm. But today, you got that did. reaction. Mm-hmm. So you just have to, you have to, uh, like, like, uh, uh, what is the, probably not the karate kid, but they, you know, they'll, you got to be like the reed, not like the tree. You can't be stiff in the wind. You got to bend with the wind, go with oh, the flow. Because yeah. you know? if you're stiff, yeah. you can break off like the tree does. Be like the reed and, and sway with it, bend with it, go with it, you know? Like, yeah. That's good advice. <laughs> I like that advice. You got to go with the flow. You got to bend like the trees. I like that. Yeah, yeah. It's something my father started learning from me the last five years of his life uh, because he was a rigid, stiff man and uh, the wind would break him sometimes. He would, you know, just uh, would not give an inch in, in any way. So he yeah. had a lot of conflict with people that way. But yep, he, sure do. End, he got he got to where he, he uh, I rubbed off on him a little bit and talked to him more than I'd ever talked to him in my life. Uh, the last five years, I was taking care of him and my mother, and uh, he uh, he he started mellowing out. I mean, he's the kind of guy if the the TV remote, if he was pushing the wrong button and channel didn't change, he'd throw it at the TV. That damn thing is worthless. Everything, you know. I'm like, Dad, it's a ridiculous. You might need a new battery. You might need something else. You know, just mm-hmm. calm down. Let, let me get it. Let me check it out. You know, and, <laughs> but that's the way he'd always been. You know, if a, a screw wouldn't come out or a wrench broke when he was trying to do something, he'd just cussing and screaming and yelling and all upset and it just ruined his whole day. And, uh, but he, he was, he was a good father. He was, uh, not real patient. So you learned to, you know, when he told you to do something, you went and you did it and you did it the best you could. It, it, he expected that you do the best you can, you do your best. And if he sees you're doing your best at it and you can't do it or you need help with it, then he would help you with it. But he would let you, you know, try it by yourself as long as he could see you were wholehearted doing it. Now, I got a brother younger than me, a year younger, and he didn't wholehearted do anything except uh, eat and go to the bathroom. Because <laughs> every time there was work yeah. to be done, he was in the bathroom. My stomach, oh, there he goes. And... Uh, <laughs> So dad, dad, uh, dad tried to work with him on on that and get him to do a hundred percent. He he still hasn't learned, but uh, yeah, you know, with me it was different. I I wanted to do a hundred percent. I wanted I just it was me inside me. I didn't want to do it for him to do the hundred percent and do it the best. I wanted to do it for me. I wanted to be able to say I did that. Look, see how good that is. That is the yeah. best. You know, not just the best I can do, but that's the best that you could do too. You know, <laughs> that's better than anybody. I have, I have an ego I have to have separate separate luggage for when I travel. That's <laughs> why <laughs> so I got me a little dog and I taught him how to talk. And he walks behind me and says, "You're just a man. You're just a man." <laughs> <laughs> He's my buddy though. I got a little men pen. He can't really talk, but he he can he can communicate. He lets me know everything that he wants and needs. He lets me know it. Oh, that's good. Yeah, he has his ways. If he doesn't have water in his bowl, he comes up and he stares at me, and he barks once. If he needs food and water, he barks twice. Oh, that's good. So you're training him real good. 
Yeah. Oh, he was. He uh, he is the most intelligent uh, buddy I've ever had. I've had collies and shepherds and and uh, big dogs, and I had a beagle once. And he was the dumbest dog I ever had. But I had him sixteen years and loved him to death. He was dumb. Oh. Uh, this one, this one, he is he problem solving, passive aggressive intelligence. <laughs> okay, that's good. Uh, I do. I love him. He's just five years old. I was adding uh-huh. up the dog years and, and human years, and uh, we'll be seventy five at the same time. Yeah. Oh wow. That's sweet. Yeah, but uh, unfortunately, they don't have the lifespan we do. Uh, hopefully he'll live at least 15, 16 years. And after that, I don't think I'll, I'll get another, I don't, I don't, I don't think I will. I don't, won't be able to take another heartbreak like that when, when I lose him. Yeah. I know dog. It will happen. Now, get a parrot in my next life and they live, they live to be 150 or more. So. Then I never have to worry about. I'll go and he'll still be be here. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was thinking of getting a bird myself. What is that? I smell. Oh, it's coming in through the window from out in the yard. Somebody's burning pine straw there or something. I was like, "What the hell? Why? What's burning?" <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I don't know where you're living at. I'm on the East Coast. I'm in South Carolina. It's chilly. It's in the, oh, the low fifties, but it's sunshine. For reason, it was snowing. Uh, it was little snow showers this uh, afternoon. A state, New York, uh, Massachusetts. Oh, okay, same area. Boston, yeah. I lived in that state, New York, for fifteen years in oh, Rome. Yeah. I have family up there in, um, I think, Fallsburg, uh-huh. and Rochester. Oh yeah. Yeah, deep I know those deep. areas. Yeah, I don't miss the snow. The snow up there is real beautiful up up um in New York. Oh yeah, you get about eighty inches there a year. We used to. Now they only get about forty-five. This global warming, but it's still you know it's beautiful and there's always something to do in the winter time. The, the winters here now are getting more like Florida. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, South Carolina's got more like a Florida winter. Oh, I'm going to have to move down there because I'm tired of this cold. Yeah. Well, I've, I've got some uh, broken bones and some still. Well, that's, I got titanium rods and plates and screws and, and wires all through my spine. So I, uh, the oh, cold. Man. The cold and the gets to him. Yeah, you could come back up, William, if you would like. I know that is. I know that's difficult. I have a friend that um, she got a metal plate in her ankle, and she gotta have like uh, the heating pads on her in her shoes so that her ankles don't ache her because it hurts to walk. Yeah, well, my my yeah, it's fine. Man, they usually have you know, put you know use surgical steel, but uh, my work was done while I was uh, in service to uh, the government, and they they use titanium, so it doesn't it doesn't uh, expand and contract with the heat and cold 
as bad as surgical steel does. And that's oh, okay. what really causes, causes the pain. But it still does expand and contract a little bit. So, uh, but up there, when it gets cold, it stays cold till the end of winter. Here, it's been, it'll be cold for two or three days. And like the, right now, we're going to have like five days of 28 degrees at night and 51 during the day. And then we're going to have 60s and 70s again. Wow. And then that's, we'll get back lovely. to the cold. So it, up and down, up and down. So it doesn't just, you know, once once it gets cold and stays cold, then then I don't have the pain. Yeah. It's, it's adjust to it. But yeah, the, here it's a little bit different. Uh, but if this year is, every year it's been getting better, more warmer days and cold days. Uh, by next year, we'll actually they'll have to change the name to South Florida. <laughs> Oh man! My little buddy was just in here, keep giving me, giving me a hug and a kiss. It's time for his walk. I didn't realize it was four o'clock already. Oh. Yeah, we got about an hour before sunset, so we need to take his little walk. But it's been a pleasure meeting you and talking to you, sweetheart. And uh, you, you keep being a good friend like you are, and, and pass it on to you. Don't let what anybody says decide who you are. You decide yeah. who you are, and yeah. no words, words. Sticks and stones break your bones, but words can never hurt me. Only if you have the spiritual mindset to live that life. Yeah. Nobody's words can touch you. You got, you are kryptonite to their assholeness. Yes. Amen to that. You have a beautiful day and stay warm, honey. Thank you. You have a great day as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was nice. He had a good message. He said, "Don't be like the trees. Don't don't be stiff like a pole. You gotta you gotta be able to flow and move like the trees." I like that analogy. But it's true. You can't let people I dictate who you are or who you should be. It shouldn't matter. At the end of the day, you do what makes you happy. Damn, I should have, let me, look at me. I got, I just got home now. I got to reverse my car and park backwards. I don't want to be carrying this heavy box trying to get it to the trunk. <laughs>